Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 260 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here by myself today. And that's mainly because everything has just been so absolutely crazy over the past month. There have been so many like false dawns with this episode of the podcast. We've actually recorded it twice before. The first time I... Actually, no, I, I tell a lie. Uh, the first time the episode was supposed to come out, we because of everything that had been going on, it just completely slipped our minds. The second time we, we recorded a full show... Then um, the editing didn't happen. Uh, we've we've tried to record since as well. It's just not not really worked. So I thought, you know what? I have a bit of time. Uh, Lauren's actually at uh, an event in London today, or this evening, I should say. So I thought, you know, I've got a bit of time by myself. Why don't I just sit down, talk about how absolutely crazy this past month has been, and. Uh, yeah, talk about like what's been going on really, because I know there are many of you who listen to the podcast who are probably wondering what's been going on actually, because there's not been a show for almost a month. Um, and I know that there's many of you who don't watch our YouTube videos on on our social media and aren't a member of the Discord server. And so the long and short of it is that we have decided to write a book and uh, it's called The Legacy of the Crystal and we launched a Kickstarter campaign for it. And the first week of that campaign was so full on, it just absolutely destroyed me, (laughs) I think. It's probably the easiest way of putting it. It just, I planned so many things. Like we had so many different promotional things. We have so many different avenues that we can use. There there was just so much going on. Um, And that's obviously on top of still working, still trying to do the YouTube channel and all these other things. And it just... It just wiped me out. And like, you know, we were also quite ill during that time as well. You can probably hear that in in the last couple of videos we've put out that I just, I lost my voice. Um, Like we just had like just no energy. It was just, it was a really, really difficult time. And I think we've been trying to recover as best as we can, but the challenge is that nothing else has really slowed down in any way. Um, And, you know, life doesn't really, like it doesn't it doesn't really allow for you to be like can i just take a break now please because like we still wanted to put out videos on on the youtube channel um we've got a couple of sponsorship deals which we don't usually get that obviously have their own timelines associated to them so that's been a bit more complicated like uh, everything as well with like the schools and like the raising uh, the rising number of uh, cases for the fun uh, global situation we're in it's it's basically just been a, it's been a time and i i basically just thought that in lieu of, of just not having another podcast this year i would still try and record something and i guess the premise of it will be to talk about the book in a bit more detail because i don't think i mean the, the, there's the page on on Kickstarter, and if you're actually interested in in finding out more before I go on a spiel, and and maybe you want to look at it now before I start talking about things, and then you can come back and listen to this when you've got a bit of extra context. Uh, feel free to go to um, Kickstarter itself and search for the Legacy of the Crystal, or go to the Final Fantasy Union website. It's like a huge, huge banner at the top, which is will direct you to the Kickstarter. Alternatively, if you just check out our Twitter, you can find it there pretty easily. Um, but yeah, so I I just thought that it, it might be it might be good to talk about the premise of the book, how it got started originally, 
and um, how we ended up where we are essentially. So I don't know how long this is going to be. Once I get started, I end up often rambling a little bit, um, but we'll we'll see where we go. All right. So strap yourselves in because this is going to be a, a fun trip down memory lane because the story for the book actually starts around six and a half years ago. That's a long time ago. Before the YouTube channel was a thing, it was a glint in our eye, as they say. Actually, I think the YouTube channel had launched, but it was just being used to upload the podcast at that time. And um, this, what also was happening around that time is that we were launching version four of Final Fantasy Noon, and we wanted to have some kind of draw. At the time, um, it was quite common. Uh, infographics were huge, like big visual pieces where you could... Uh, condense a lot of information into uh, like a fun graphic essentially and we came up with the idea of of uh, coming up with a graphic that um, we thought would be interesting and um, uh, seeding that out to lots of different publications uh, who would hopefully use us as a source for the information housed within the infographic and after lots of different conversations and, and topics that we could do, we decided that we didn't want to just do a generic infographic like that would plot like, oh, here's the total sales of games or just something generic like that. We wanted to do something that was a lot more comprehensive. And so I think around the time, like Final Fantasy 15 was not out yet. And there were so many people talking about like, how long it usually takes between a game being announced and then released like what's the typical uh, cycle of a final fantasy game in that regard so from the uh forming of square enix we started plotting every uh game every expansion every remaster every port that had made a significant contribution and we looked at when these games were announced and how long it took square to release them and the idea was that we were going to make this huge flowing infographic that would contain all of these games uh, and then like they would all be intertwined with each other. So towards the start, it was, it was quite loose. There weren't too many games being announced around like uh, between 2003 and 2006 from what I loosely remember from this infographic concept that was six years ago. Um, but the idea was that let's say you had um, uh, Final Fantasy 13, for example, and Versus 13 and Type 0 they were all announced on the same day. And then you'd basically have like a, uh, we ended up doing uh, the the final version that we we never finished, but the, the one that made the most progress was a vertical infographic that was gonna uh, have lines for all the years. And then there would be a box art placed on when, when the game was announced. And then there would be a line going all the way down um, to when it released. And these were supposed to be like, there was different color coding for like the, all those games were going to be classified as Fabula Nova Crystallis, but there were also games that were associated with the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, et cetera, et cetera. And it just got crazy, especially with like the Crystal Chronicles series, because that exploded, um, Ivalice exploded in the Square Enix era. And it just like, we, the, sorry, this is the, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling with my words here because like it, it, it was so hard for us at the time to visualize how to make it fun and because there was so much information and I don't think we necessarily had the skills to deliver the vision that we had and that's why I'm having a bit of brain noodling here because it like just trying to comprehend how much information there was and, and why essentially we ended up abandoning that idea because it was too crazy we made numerous drafts 
Ali was then born and we just thought, you know what, this is not really something we should be focusing on right now. The YouTube channel had started to pick up a little bit um, just before Ali was born. So we decided to focus our efforts towards that. The website kind of went by the wayside a little bit. Well, a, a big bit. And uh, yeah, YouTube was our became our main focus. And I think we were happy with that for, for many years. But especially, I mean, we'd... We'd obviously had the idea, I say obviously, but to, to us it's obvious, we'd had the idea of writing a book of some kind for quite a while. Uh, we've been talking about Final Fantasy for such a long period of time. We have so much information housed within our brains. Um, we just couldn't find the right idea that we thought would resonate. And we've had loads of different ideas over the years. And around this time last year, actually, we started taking it a bit more seriously we had especially with the youtube we felt we had started to uh, find some concepts that would make for interesting books that our audience uh, would really enjoy and i think the evolutions was definitely one of those ideas and so we we started to uh, i worked with chris we wrote up full like um uh, overviews for the books like full uh, pitch proposals and the idea was that we would see how concrete a concept that we could make and we pitched that concept to I'd say probably about 10 to 15 different publishers the majority of them were focused around video game books and pretty much all of them well most of them didn't even bother replying to us but the ones that did said it's great that you have this passion but ultimately we don't believe that just because you have a youtube channel that gets views on videos that anyone would buy a book that you write and it was quite harsh to be on the receiving end of that and because you know we obviously had a lot of confidence a lot of people know who we are our views on our videos are not necessarily small and I think we used the Bahamut Evolutions video as an example of, you know, this video has got like 200,000 views and they were like, that's great. But does that, does that, how many books would that sell? And, you know, we obviously didn't have an answer for that and they didn't have any trust in us because they didn't know necessarily who we were. So it kind of put us back to square one. It, it knocked our confidence quite a lot, actually, because we were like, oh, this concept is so good. We'd like mapped out how we could build it out over different installments and, we were we were really excited about it. And then to get all that feedback, it was like, oh, okay, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. Maybe we've been off more we can chew. Like, they're probably right. No one would be interested in this. So I think, yeah, we'd resigned ourselves to just not not proceeding with it and, and doubling down on the YouTube, trying to come up with more interesting concepts around what to do there. Um I, I can't remember if that was one of the main impetuses for me wanting to do the complete history of Square in, with as much vigor as I ended up doing it with. But I, I'm, I'm sure it would have uh, definitely factored in the fact that like I just had this passion to write something that was way more extensive than we would normally do. And like the kind of the, the rug was swept out from underneath us, so to speak. And that's not to say that these publishers owed us anything, but it, it was just a shame that it, it kind of went that way. I, as the year went through, I think probably around sort of May, June time, I'd, I'd kind of started to re-explore um, different ideas that we could potentially do that were maybe a bit more appealing and a bit less niche. 
and I saw some books on Kickstarter that were were getting funded. And I was thinking that, okay, maybe maybe we've been going about this the wrong way. Maybe the concept that we have been trying to propose with these books is a bit too alienating. And maybe we should do something a bit simpler, uh, conceptually at least. So that's where we came up with the idea of going back to that infographic we had worked on uh, five and a half years ago at that point, or almost six, and expanding <laughs> expanding the scope of that much further to go all the way back to the first game in the franchise, uh, Final Fantasy One, and seeing how that concept worked from that point onwards, mapping out every game, um, and and seeing seeing where that takes us and. I, my original vision was to have the book include every yeah like every main game, every sequel, every spin-off, every remake, every expansion, uh, every remaster or or enhanced port. And I also wanted it to include all of the uh, entertainment properties as well. So you've got the audio dramas, there's radio dramas, there's there's uh, books, there's the movies, there's manga. Um and I was like super excited about all this. And then as I was going through, I was like, hang on a minute. If I, cause I had a, I had a suspicion based on what I'd done before that there were a ton of games that most people are not aware of that exist within this franchise. There's, there's a heavy focus towards certain subsets, but there's each of these subsets have like these random games that just are just crawl out the woodwork. And honestly, even though I've been doing this for so many years and researching so much, there have been games that I have found out about during this. And then I've gone to Lauren or like Chris or the other staff members and be like, did you know this game? It's like, where the hell did this come from? Like, I've never heard of this before in my life. But there are, there's quite a few of those games that have cropped, uh, crept out. And like, I would have done my research. I, I did my research. And then as I was writing, I was finding more games. I think I added uh, from the start of the writing process to the end, I've added another eight games that I did not know existed at the beginning. And that was after doing all my very extensive research. Most of these games are Japan exclusive. Um, so there's a you know justifiable reason why a lot of people haven't heard of them. But it's still quite crazy that so many things do exist. And uh, it was just fun to learn about loads of different things. And I think because I found it fun, I think that's generally my rule of thumb. Like I, I, I like to think I've got a pretty decent barometer around what people find interesting based on how things have gone with the youtube channel and like obviously what all the stuff i've written on the website over the years and uh so i i found it really fun to to research all these different games find out like where they came from who worked on them where they when they came out and that's basically the premise of the book really to to start at that beginning point and work all the way through the franchise in chronological order based on where it released first around the world. Because some games didn't release first in Japan. They released first in, in North America or Europe and they found their way over to Japan later. And yeah, just to see how it's built out. And because there are so many properties and I'm talking like close, to, if I if, with all of those classifications, including entertainment, you're looking at close to 500 different Final Fantasy properties it was just too crazy. So I, I decided that for this first part, because like, especially since like, we have never done a crowdfunding campaign before. We have no idea what's involved really. Like, obviously we're going to try our best and do everything and we will deliver it. But 
you know, there are so many, there's so much planning that we had to do. We probably spent about six months planning everything. Like I wrote the book beforehand, like pretty much the entire book is done. So I would be comfortable with page count. And like, I, just, I wanted to make sure that there are, there are, there we've left kind of no stone unturned that we're as prepared as we possibly can be so that if things do happen or go wrong we are at least in a really comfortable position like it's not a case of okay the, this campaign's done now now i've got to write the book it's no the book's written it needs to be edited still but i have got a very very solid grasp and foundation about what it's going to contain who's going to be featured in it on all these different things um and and like as I was going through, I just thought, you know, the scope would be way, way too big if I included all of these things. It would just be too much of an undertake. It would take me years and years to 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 write this thing. And so I just, I thought, well, why don't I just focus on like the main things? So the main games, the spinoffs, the, um, the remakes and the sequels. And it still worked out that that's 128 games. Um, it was it was 127, but actually during the process of the Kickstarter, I found another game that I've included. So it's gone up to 128, and then we've we've decided to obviously add the Bravely franchise as well. So I think that puts up to 134 games featured in the book now. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many more. And it just I thought it would just be too too overwhelming for me to work on, but also I think it would be very overwhelming for everyone else because even though it would be incredibly comprehensive i think and and there probably will be some people that are disappointed that i'm not talking about like the final fantasy 11 and 14 expansions i'm not talking about dlc uh, from various games i i think it would have just been way way too much i wanted to get the core journey of the franchise nailed down and and kind of work from there and i think so far, I think people have been very receptive. Uh, there were some comments about, you know, how can you tell a comprehensive story in 250 pages? You know, Final Fantasy 7, 8, whatever, have got massive histories and stuff. How can you condense it down? It's like, well, the idea of this book is that it is a very condensed history of 134 games. So I'm not going to be going into mass detail about all of them. They're roughly going to get all the same space they the kind of like the champion games will receive a bit more love and attention than some of the lesser games that were randomly released on Japanese mobile devices. But I wanted it to be a, a thing where like most people were aware of Final Fantasy VII's story and there are plenty of other books like third editions do a great book about Final Fantasy VII if you want to learn exclusively about that project definitely go check that out or check out our history of video like there's so many different resources the point of this project is to enlighten people about the games they don't know and that was that's what really excites me about the book more than anything else like i i guess it's been designed so that if you want to read it from cover to cover by all means but also if you wanted to just open up a random page and see like okay well what's game number like 99 on the list oh i didn't know too much about this game let me let me dive into this like i don't know many people that played every single crystal chronicles game um i think it's very unlikely that that people have played every single crystal chronicles game since one of them was a exclusive to square enix members um like there's so many like random oddities that exist within the franchise that it's just it's just fun and and like you know there, there are so many stories that have come out like there's a there was a game 
um, that was a exclusive to Japanese social network. And then instead of porting that game to Facebook, they, well, they did port it to Facebook, but they also remade the game as well at the same time. So then it basically became a different game that visually looked the same, but mechanically was very different. Like they introduced whole new uh, sections to the game that weren't there originally. It was, it was like a huge, like version, like version two of the game, which was, which was nuts. Um, and like, I don't know how many people even played that game. Like it's just, it's just crazy. And I, I, as you can probably tell from the, I'm, I'm excited. I love, I love talking about this stuff. I love diving into the history and, I think um, people have appreciated the history of Square in terms of the level of detail. This is going to be detailed in another way. It's not going to be detailed in terms of like, well, I guess it's, it's it's kind of similar. With that, I'm delving into like all these tiny different stories. I'm not spending a massive amount of time on each individual thing. I'm giving each time, uh, I'm, there's enough room for everything to breathe. And I think that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this one. It's It's detailed in terms of the breadth of it it's so many games over a 35 year period and each one is being given it's enough room to breathe and yeah there will be like the main numbered games will have more space in the book than the non-numbered games obviously um but but it's not gonna dwarf things and and like i think that was one of my main objectives just to make sure that there's there's enough there's as much focus on these these smaller games as there was there is on the bigger ones because they're just as important in many ways but yeah so the campaign has gone amazingly well so far we are i mean if you're listening to this in, in a day or two's time um the campaign will have been over um this the, at the moment there's 24 hours remaining on the campaign and it looks like we're gonna pass a hundred thousand pounds which is absolutely insane we put the goal at eight and a half thousand pounds which was literally to pay for all of the all of the costs if we if we hit that we made nothing there was there was zero income for us whatsoever that was to pay for all of the like the printing and shipping costs that was to pay for all of the design costs all of the asset creation all of the the editing fees, um, all of the creation of the um, the design of the pin badge and the and the coin and everything, the art prints, that was to cover all of the upfront costs. And when it went live, Lauren and I were pretty convinced that it just we we were not sure we were going to hit that target. And then we hit it within an hour, and like from then on, it's just kind of continued to just keep rolling and rolling and rolling and i think it's it's i guess what's been struggling and what's been so draining at the same time is that we always feel like we can do more so even though it's done amazingly well at the back of my mind i'm like well it could have done better it could have done better and it's like hard to switch switch that off uh, because i know that like you know there have been huge periods of this campaign where we've gone completely silent like i we didn't do the podcast that was a huge huge thing for us to, to, to fall by the wayside um you know our video scheduling became really erratic um we were a bit more active on social media but it's, it's again it's very very erratic and so i think next time i if there is a next time planning is definitely something i would try and do a bit more of to to try and avoid that that just burnout of, of having to try and do everything in that moment um but like i i can't yeah, you know, Laura and I keep just like every day we're like, what the, what is going on? This is absolutely just it's absolutely crazy. Like it it 
and it's 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 just so humbling at the same time as well like i think it's always hard for us to appreciate the impact that we have and and how much people enjoy the content that we make because we, we the, lauren is lauren and i are the only people we're the only people that we really interact with on a on a regular basis who who do what we like who um are in the same world as we are you know no one no one around where we live is is into this kind of stuff they they kind of if you, if you tell them that you make youtube videos they're like oh okay yeah good, that's great uh i'm gonna go over there now to talk to someone who does a real job and so it's it's quite hard because yeah like we haven't we haven't done an ffu event for years now um and like we obviously we have the discord server and stuff but it's it's not it's not quite the same as as meeting people and, and talking to people about stuff and and like we obviously had to give up the the twitch as well which was which was a good way of interacting with people uh so it you know it, it is it's hard to like well, yeah as i said before we were going live we we were pretty just we were, we were i don't know i don't want to say confident that it was going to fail but we were we were very apprehensive uh, we weren't too sure how it was going to go but 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 now it's just it's absolutely crazy and i think both of us are just yeah we're just we're so we're so happy that everyone's been so supportive of the project and i'm i'm i mean i'm who knows how people are going to react to it when they get it in their hands whether or not they're actually going to like what i've written whether they think it's enough whether or not they think the the quality is good enough i don't know i i can't really control that stuff but um i i think yeah it's just it's just a bit it's quite overwhelming um and i i don't really know if i had any expectations about how i wanted this to go obviously i wanted the project to succeed i wanted to actually do something and there are so many times beforehand i was like oh we need to postpone we need to postpone it's not going to work we don't have enough time uh, and ultimately it just we just came down to just like we just got to do it we just got to do it if it doesn't work it doesn't work but at least we've tried and now we're at this this place where we have done it it's done amazingly well like we are at like i think 1100 percent over target at when i'm talking right now is it's probably going to go even higher because apparently the last 24 hours are are huge typically for campaigns um and and yeah i mean it's it's going to be i think it, it's really going to hit a when the money gets transferred to my bank account <laughs> which is going to be insane um and then when uh when it comes to ordering the books because i think i've from my rudimentary calculations with the amount of people that have backed, it's almost a ton of books that are going to be shipped to our house and we're going to have to store them in our garage and then try and ship them all out in a, a speedy manner, which I think is going to be a challenge, but uh, it's one that we are, we're looking forward to. And um, yeah, I'm actually kind of like... I, <laughs> kind of a bit emotional i just yeah it's just it's just it's just crazy i think i think because like the youtube channel has, has grown very slowly over time like there's been no like huge bumps or something it's very it's been very consistent growth and every now and again we have videos that explode like the recent final fantasy 9 video has just been an insane i think it's almost a hundred a half a million views in like two weeks when things like that happen it's it's crazy but like i haven't even been able to really 
appreciate that video because of everything else that's going on. There's just so many things happening at the same time. And it's, I'm, I'm glad that my focus has been placed on the Kickstarter because it is such an important thing for us. Um, it's like a real, I guess it's a validation for everything that we've done um, to, to be like, you know, people actually, people will really do want to support us. People really do believe in us and they want to back our ideas and, 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 and I really, I really hope that, yeah, when, when the project gets delivered to people and, and they can, yeah, it's in their hands and they can read the project, it's going to be, it's going to be so amazing. And, um, I'm, I'm just really glad that everyone who's listening, uh, that's been with us for, for a decade or plus, I just thank you so much for, for everything really for for supporting us over the years um and i feel as though everything that we've done has kind of led up to this if that makes sense like if we'd have tried to do this five years ago it, it would have fallen flat like it I, I maybe it would have succeeded i don't know but it would never have succeeded to the in the way that it has done and i'm just yeah i just so so humbled with how everything's gone and i think it's at that point that I'm going to shut up because I'm just rambling a bit too much now and I don't think I'm going to be coherent for too much longer. Um, but yeah, hopefully you guys have enjoyed listening to how the book came to be, uh, why I think it's going to be a fun and exciting project and and, and why I've been excited to, to work on it. And honestly, even if people think this book, when they get it, is complete trash, sure, that will upset me, but... I've had so much fun writing it. I've been, I like finding out all these amazing stories and about all these amazing games. And like, I just, I love that kind of information. It's been worth it just for, just to be able to do that and, and to have an excuse to do that really. Like it's just been, it's been so much fun for me to, to do it all. And the fact that the campaign's done so well is like the, it's like the cherry on the top. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to, to wrap up there um i don't i don't know if there's going to be another podcast episode released this year i think we're probably going to need to decompartmentalize and just take stock of everything um and just just give ourselves a bit of a break honestly because we've never i mean like this is this is the longest there's been without a podcast in like 13 years and as much as we do want to keep like that schedule and delivering for everyone like it it, it it is tough i mean like there have been times especially when the girls are born that we've i i've done solo podcasts it's, we've been trying to fit them in no matter what and i think they've lost the last like three or four weeks have just been like a combination of everything that it's just saying that, yeah we needed to take a bit of a break from the podcast so i know that loads of stuff's been happening there's been games releasing and walkers out. There's there's loads of stuff happening, but I think we'll try and do a um if there isn't a podcast um for the rest of the year, um the first one will probably be on the eleventh of January next year. And if that is the case, then obviously I want to wish everyone happy holidays, uh happy new year and everything now. <laughs> Very early, I'm sorry. Um and hopefully everyone who's playing Endwalker is having a fantastic time. Hopefully everyone who's playing the first soldier still is having a fantastic time. 
hopefully everyone who's picking up the seven remake on pc is having a fantastic time um and and yeah just thank you all again so so much and and yeah with that i think uh it'll be time to say goodbye and and see you next year maybe we'll see probably probably see you next year but yeah with that it's uh time for me to say goodbye so catch you later everyone thank you all so much again and um, i'll speak to you soon bye